Welcome to Soul Sofa Podcast, a library of shared stories and creative solutions to support our understanding of mental health. We invite those who embrace the arts in their life or work and those who use the arts in their work in the mental health sector to offer insight into how creative expression can be a tool for recovery and maintaining emotional well-being, drawing on personal context and practice so that they may offer starting points for others to begin their own journeys. My name is Vicky Parker and I am your host. I invite you to allow seeds of healing to be planted. Soul Sofa podcast. I'm here today with my wonderful guest, Caroline Carey. Hello, Caroline. Hello, Vicky. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, thank you for joining me today. Just a small section about Caroline before we get into a beautiful conversation with her. Caroline um, identifies herself as a passionate space holder. She's the author of four books with a fifth one on the way. She is a public speaker and workshop facilitator. She has over two decades of experience working in the healing arts in the, he- in the fields of herbalism, Reiki, Shiatsu, counseling, shamanism and ecstatic dance her work is inspired by a quest to find a deep connection to nature and the soul and spirituality and to support personal empowerment for others through embodiment and movement thank you so much for joining me today (laughs) you're most welcome it's good to good to connect it really is isn't it (laughs) so let me let's start then so why don't you tell me a little bit more about you and the creative path that you follow um to expand on what I've already said about you oh well what you've shared is um yeah absolutely that's what I'm passionate about and I think as a space holder which means that I hold a safe space for people to grow to uh, develop their own potential uh to find out a little bit more about themselves um uh, that that's what I love. That's what I love most is to see people shine, to see people really come into their fullness, their fullness of spirit or their fullness of soul. Um, and I do that through the mediums of dance, through yeah. movement, body connection, heart connection, mind connection. And, um, you know, through the creative tools that uh, we bring into the workshops and gatherings. So describe a little more about that creative path of dance for you. Where did that start for you? Oh, it started for me when I was a little girl, uh, very small. I just loved to dance all the time. I loved music and I loved dancing. And uh, my my mother saw that passion in me and she sent me off to ballet school at about three years old. So, I, you know, I was one of those little ballerinas in the tutu or the leotard and the, the pink ballet shoes, you know, the laces that you could never get quite right. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, and I used to dance for my aunties and my grandparents. And um, it was it was just um, it was just innate in me. I just had yeah. to dance. Mm. And, um, you know, as, as I got older, I, I had my own little little tiny record player in the corner of my bedroom and with about two or three singles playing them over and over again and just getting lost in in the sound and the movement and the joy of that the pleasure of that and and then as a teenager going to the youth clubs yeah I was up on the dance floor straight away I didn't care what anybody else was doing or what the music was playing pretty much (laughs) I was just there dancing away 
and and I carried that on until my into my adulthood you know it's it's just been always there and I've gained so much from that myself yeah. it's surprising you know, you think oh it's just dancing but it's not it there's there's a much wider and and bigger connection to life through movement mm-hmm. through the dance that um, I began to embody and began to hold the space for other people after numerous trainings and doing workshops and yeah. getting a, a deeper understanding of the psychology of that yeah um, it's been really beneficial to me and it is now to others can you oh can you explain a little bit more about that what is the psychology of the well-being through dance well you know generally um we tend to view it as as um the ability to engage more deeply with the body the body holds memory the body holds emotion that is yeah. trapped that is held on to and when we free up the body we start to free up emotion we start to free up the memory field and we yeah. get more in touch with the cellular structure of the body it's trapped in the muscles the bones it's it, you know we you can you can see people the way they move sometimes it can be very fixed very rigid that's simply because they're holding yeah. on to so much that hasn't been explored or hasn't been experienced hasn't yeah. been um expressed in any form at all and and so the body is very limited in its own language. And yeah. so when we when we bring people onto the dance floor and they start to loosen up a little bit and they start to to move in their own particular way with their own dance. But yeah. then gradually what happens is that their language starts to change as as the the memories and the emotions start to get a little bit freer. And for some people, it can be a little bit scary. You know, you, suddenly yeah. you're, you're dancing away and suddenly you get this overwhelming emotional feeling. But when, that's, when that passes through and you're still dancing and you're still finding freedom through movement, um, the, the most exhilarating, oh, beautiful feeling comes with yeah. that. And I've been there many times. So I know what it's like. I know what happens to people. I know what, yeah. what, what goes on in those places. So it yeah. means that I can safely guide people through it and out onto the other side yeah um, you know I really believe we we need to have gone to these places ourselves beforehand yeah. before we can take other people there so Absolutely. that's the journey that I hold you know just to yeah. help people guide them through the darkness and into the light and um, and people generally say they feel very very safe when they're held like that. yes well, I've had the uh, great fortune to have been in your workshops many times and been there in the dance myself. And I think mm, yes. it's what you're describing is very different to somebody going out to a nightclub and having a few drinks and having a boogie to some 70s music. When we come into your space, it's very different. It's always very beautifully held. I do know that. And there's and it's all without any drugs, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's the part I think that you might be describing is the fact that you really are just there just allowed to do whatever you want to do and nobody's watching you think when that clicks and that you give yourself that permission Mm. to just really follow exactly what your body wants to do and Mm. I know that you give that beautiful instruction as the music is playing Mm. and that is so liberating Mm. scary at first like the blank canvas on a on a piece of art Mm -hmm. you really don't need what to do with yourself mm-hmm. and then as soon as you connect and you don't care what anyone else is looking at mm-hmm. you find extraordinary movements that you didn't know were in your body yeah it, it does happen like yeah. that and you know I'm, I'm really done. basically you know I mean I know I say you know you follow your own movement you follow your own dance yes. and that's really important yeah. and there are times yeah. where I'm going to say 
you know, give a, a little bit of direction because I can see maybe yes. some stuckness or something's happening yes. that uh, could could actually yeah. benefit from a change of music or or just by yes. saying, you know, pay attention to your spine. Let your spine move yes. a little bit more. Connect it with your hips and the feet. Yeah. And maybe let's loosen ourselves up off the spot and travel yeah. a little bit around the room. And any instruction yeah. that I'm giving or guidance, I like to call it, because um, I don't think yeah. it's instruction, I think it's guidance, nice. uh, is simply coming from a place of, ah, I see this, maybe this would yes. help. If it doesn't, okay, but no harm done. Um, but yes, that is that is the, the key to the guidance that I would give, yeah. is what I witness on the dance floor, not what I've got in a in a manuscript or a book or, you know, yeah. a plan previously to the class. Yeah. It's like looking at what's actually in the space at the time and what could yeah. do with a little bit of support. Absolutely. And I know that dance has supported me for myself all mm -hmm. my life as well, because I've also been dancing since I was three. Mm -hmm. And whenever I come to your workshops, I re the, the reason why I keep coming back is because I remember that there's an inner grace mm -hmm that I'd forgotten about. Mm. And sometimes I'm tramping around doing my business and quite strong in my body. And I remember the gentleness mm -hmm. of some of the movements that are, are there in my hands that I don't normally use right. in, yes. you know, in an everyday, yes. in an everyday way. And, and that's why I come back this inner grace that I find again. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Gosh, she is. Yeah. 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 And I like her. <laughs> <laughs> well, we live at such stressful times. It's, you know, there is so much going on in our lives. It's so stressful. Yeah. Um, you know, we yeah. get we get tense. We get um, we forget that grace. Yeah. We forget who we really are. in we fact. Do. And, um, you know, it's really good to just let go for that moment. So oh, here I am. Here, this is my true self. This is my soul. Yeah, this is this is the essence of who I am. This is my innate. Absolutely. Answer. Yeah. And of course, here at Soul So, for what we're doing with these podcasts, we're creating a library for people um, who want to listen to other people's gathered wisdom and sharing about how we use mm -hmm. the arts to support our well-being and our own mental health. We don't have to have severe mental health challenges to be considering our own mental health as something that needs to be tended to every day. Mm -hmm. And I know that dance for me makes me feel great, even though I can't put my finger on why I now mm -hmm. feel so happy. Mm -hmm and about it mm. but um, as part of these podcasts I'm really wanting to gather together some, de some definitions about what we think mental mm. health actually mm. is really be interested in your perspective about how you define mental health yeah I mean I think you can define it in many many ways and you know I'm not an authority yeah. on mental health and I, and I wouldn't want to you know come with that I idea and give that idea but um from what yes. I've witnessed on the dance floor and what, what comes up quite a lot is that people's anxiety levels are quite heightened. There's a lot of depression. Yeah. Um, people are living yeah. in the past or in the future. And one of the things yeah. that dance does is it brings us very much into the here and now, into the present yeah. moment. Like what is real right now? What are the facts right now? Because past stories, yeah. past trauma, uh, challenges, and that they, they can tend to make us think this is what's going to happen in the future this is what's yeah. this is what's going to happen and this is what I've got to guard myself against all the time yeah. and so there's this toing and froing between past and future constantly and if we stay in the present moment and we just focus on what is factual what is real yeah. right now for me yes I might have some yeah. difficulties in my life yeah there's a lot going on yeah. and, and yes I might I might have some some extra challenges that other people don't have for example addiction yeah. 
you know, addiction is widespread and it's getting worse. And that's one of the yeah. things that I focus on a lot for myself and my, my family and for uh, the people around me in my communities, that addiction, uh, we, we are addicted to consumerism. We're addicted to sugar. Yes. We're, and, and many people, bless them, are addicted to alcohol or drugs. And, you know, addiction is an illness in the body. And I totally believe that. Yeah. And from my studying of it, I really get that there are certain people who, who really cannot, you know, manage without this addiction to substance. And when you see that yes. and you see what is needed in order to overcome that, it's the same for us all, yeah. for, for our own, you know, little addictions or our, our addiction to stress or our addiction to co commercialism, consumerism, whatever yeah. it is. Um, you know, even addiction to worry. We're all going along this, this journey with, with so much that is not the facts, that is not real, that is not really yeah. body connected, heart based. You know, this is, yeah. this is what's here right now. And if I pay attention to my body, if I pay attention to the emotions of my heart and I really yeah. stay with what's real in my mind and not go off into some story land, you know, of the, the before and after. Um, and I align myself then with spirit, with soul, with whatever that means to us, because for some people, God is really important. For some people, it's about yeah. spirit. For some people, it's just about a connection to a, a greater power or universal energy or to nature. It doesn't matter. But if we have a sense that there is something much greater than our own ego, yeah. if you like, and we can rest into the arms of that and be held by that and feel supported by that in connection with our body, our heart and our mind, then we're finding much more soulfulness. We're finding that grace that you talk about because everything is yeah. connected. Everything that is important is connected. The things that aren't so yeah. important we can just let rest for a little while until inevitably they're going to come back and we're going to be think, think, thinking. But if we can take those moments just to be in the present, yeah. um, it's really helpful for that, for the men mental mind, the, the, the brain, you know, and, and yeah. for sure there are much more extreme problems uh, that, that people have. But even there, I think movement, connection to the heart, being seen by yeah. others, being accepted by others, is just as important. Yeah, absolutely. So following on from that and also referring back to what you said before about you needed to have walked that talk almost before mm. you can hold the space for others. Absolutely. Could you just describe a bit about your own understanding of your own mental health journey? Um, as, a, as a youngster, um, I always felt very separate, yeah. very, very separate to my family, to community. Right. I was a very shy child. Um, I had a very definite way of thinking and feeling, um, you know, quite obsessively a lot of the time. Um, right. And uh, I, I, yeah, I really struggled. I really struggled with my mind. I became later on, I became very obsessed with with people, um, picking up people just like a, an alcoholic might pick up a bottle. I would pick up people, um, want to fix, mm. want to look after, want to take care of, want to control yeah. many, many different ways of of working with my mind that could not shut up, could not calm down. And um, <clears throat> that's where I started to lose a sense of, of, of the, the God or the spirit that was in my life. Right. But I did believe in from a very early age. Uh, we were a very religious family. But um, I separated out quite strongly from my family, um, became a real loner, uh, couldn't identify with community, couldn't 
become part right. of the community it was very difficult for me and the dance you know being going to trainings being part of all of that in that field yeah. really supported me to start to grow again and to to connect mm. a little bit more deeply but even then I had to go and find what was what was what I needed uh, for myself to continue my own particular spiritual path and that's something yeah. that I've been doing over the last few years is like really what does it really yeah. mean to me and I bring as much of that now into the dance as I can um, and mm. I created my own medicine wheel from that journey which is a bit like a yeah, hero's journey true. but it's it's very yeah. much about um, people finding their potential through this medicine yeah. wheel and it takes them on the journey of the dreamer the innocent and through to the 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 rebel and the sovereign um it, it's a delightful piece of work that people are getting a lot from and yeah. it's a real blessing to be able to offer that from my own journey so i've taken my own yes. journey and turned that into into what i now offer to others and it's what's helped yeah. me mm. and if people want to um discover a little bit more about that what um where could they find that well they can find it on website? my website which is middleearthmedicine.com um all one word they can write to me yeah. at alchemy in movement yeah. at gmail.com i'm quite yeah. happy to hear from people i'm on facebook as caroline carey if they want to write yeah. um you know i i love to connect with people and yeah. uh, if they surprisingly since my past that has totally changed um, i really love the <laughs> connection with people and i love to support people yeah. to find their personal growth and um yeah. and you know really really to find their potential that's the most important yeah. thing i love to see people shine and to you yeah. know develop that connection that they need in order whatever it is whatever that whether they're an artist a musician a dancer uh, whether they're wanting to Absolutely. write a book um you know or or they have a, a particular project that they they're working with i really really want to support them in that and i've got some beautiful tools mm -hmm. that can help them because so so much yes. you know that the artists of our of our world of communities tend to be the ones that struggle the most quite often you know they they often tend to be the ones that are very poor can't can't pay their bills yeah. you know we hear so many stories of that and um it is a struggle and so i you know i really um yeah i really really want to support that as much as possible and um this is what i do in order to do that so if they want to contact me yeah, I, and yeah. I, I'm offering a training so that for some people it's really important to be able to hold a space for others so yeah. that they can they can grow on that level yeah. and offer their particular medicine to the community. And so the training is to help them to support them through that. Yeah. Mm. Well, I can honestly say that the work that I've done with you has been absolutely integral mm. to creating the one woman show that I did. Oh, yes. That was great. Looking at yeah. the parts of myself in the Mandala workshop that you did. Mm -hmm. There was like a year and nearly two years ago, I did that workshop with you. Mm -hmm. And that was mm -hmm. so important for me to go to places and discover parts of myself and to allow the narrative of those parts of myself to come out mm -hmm. so that actually the play wrote itself. Right. And then to move into that space where you have that part of the Mandala workshop where you then embody the two sides of yourself that are in the conflict. Mm -hmm. That to me... Mm -hmm utterly transformational yeah. and that was pivotal for me writing the, writing the play that I did great, so great. I can give all testimony to to the to the work that you do and even though it's not described as a therapy the mm -hmm. space is so safely held 
and so beautiful and so deep and so um, it's it, it allows you to be autonomous within it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Share as much as you need to or as little as you need to. And that's where the safety comes. Yes. But my goodness, the depths that people go to in your workshops are quite extraordinary. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Yes, yeah. I, 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 we've well, just come back from a, a workshop in yeah. um, the Czech Republic and people went on a vision quest and uh, oh, it was just amazing, amazing to hold that yeah. space for people. And I just... I just saw them glowing and I, and I was so happy. <laughs> it always makes yeah. me happy when people, and like you say, the mandala <laughs> work. Yes, that is, that has yes. very much come from my own journey of working with my own polarities um, has yeah. been totally profound for me. And when I discovered yeah. it and realized how, how I could work with that in the dance, um, I, I was, yeah. um, well, yeah, it, it just had a huge effect. And, and so now offering that yeah. to others and, and saying, yeah, this is a tool that can really support um, yeah, it's been beautiful, as you say. You found out so much from yeah. it, and we do, because we're all often caught in that uh, that that world of conflict and and yeah. polarity. Just just the fact that we are yin and yang, the fact that there is masculine and feminine to be embodied in ourselves. Yeah. There is dark and light, you know. There is shadow. So unless we really are able to stand in the face of that and explore all of it and get to know our whole being. Mm. Uh, we we don't know who we are, you know. We we don't know what's going exactly. on, and so we're we're always coming from the the back, we're the backseat driver in our own lives, you know. Saying do this, do yes. that, do this, do that, and and not really getting our full potential in place. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So if somebody was listening and they were really inspired by what you've had to say, and they were thinking, well, you know, I've never danced before, or I wouldn't know what to do if I went to this kind of dance workshop. Where, where would you advise that they could start? Well, you know, it, it, it's very easy for us to say, oh, I don't dance, um, mm. you know, because we tend to think of dance as something that people do on a stage or in a club and there's a yes. particular way to do it. Uh, got to get drunk to do it, got to have a few drinks to do it, that sort of thing. But if you come to a workshop, um, you know, you, yeah. you, you only start really slowly anyway. We all do. And it's just yeah. about listening to the music, really listening to music yeah. and then just seeing what your body wants to do. Just following that, you might yeah. just walk around, walk around the room for a while, you know, until you start to get a little bit more accustomed to it. Um, it might just yeah. be that the tips of your fingers want to have a little dance. You know, it's really okay. Nobody's going to pressure you into being some kind of, you know, amazing ballet dancer or, you know, to get some steps right because it's not about that. And I actually tend to not use the word dance quite a lot because, yeah. you know, it's movement. It's just movement to music. It's breath, yeah. it's sound, it's movement, it's whatever wants to come. And, you know, it's very grounded. We always, you know, I personally always work to keep this, this work very, very grounded and close, close to earth. You know, it's not about yeah. shrieking and letting off steam and throwing yourself all over no. the place. You know, it's not about that. It's really about a connection, a deep connection to the body, to the earth, to the ground, to the bones um, and deep, yeah. deep listening, like in meditation really listening to it and and if 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 you are really afraid to come to a workshop then close your curtains and your doors make sure you've got a peaceful time take the telephone off the hook we don't do hooks anymore do we but turn your phone off for a bit put some of your favorite (laughs) music on and um and just see what happens you know if you have to do it in the dark for a while before you feel really comfortable with it 
then try that out. And as you said at the beginning, people aren't there to watch you. They're too, far too busy look, looking at their own stuff and their own journey to be starting to standing there <laughs> watching anybody else. In fact, we really discourage people from being there as an observer. We ask people to come in and yes. just be in the meditation of movement. That's all they need to do. Yeah. And, and yeah. And just to also add... The music that you play is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you are a DJ. <laughs> I love the music that I play. It's all my favourite stuff. <laughs> yeah. And there's thousands and thousands of songs. Yeah, I, I've, I've been collecting for so many years now. That yes. <laughs> well, just at the point of music then, I asked you before, could you think of a song that defines mental health? And it's quite difficult to choose one. But I also then said, well, what about a song that, you know, really does mean something about well-being for you? And you chose a song for me. Could you tell us what that song is? Yes, I mean, you're right. It's very difficult to choose a song for yeah. that. But Sinead O'Connor has um, been a, 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 a real, um, her music has been so supportive for me over the years. I think she's always had such a strong message about mental yeah. health, about childhood abuse um she she's got such strong messages in in her words in her lyrics yeah. and um the one the I, I listened to all of her songs but the one that came to me mostly when i thought about it was where she sings um guide me god and i will find you and right. and that for me even even just saying it even thinking about it i get shivers in my spine you know it, it's like mm. for me that's the ultimate it's about the ultimate acceptance of ourselves on this planet and really yeah. asking for that that guidance to do what's right and um yeah. you know i see that in nature i see it i see it in the dance i see it in the clouds i just it it's like it's that biggest part of my life where i i know that I need to ask for help sometimes or I need to ask for yes. guidance. You know, when I when I step onto the dance floor, whether I'm a participant or whether I'm being the, you know, the DJ with the microphone, um, my the first thing that I need to say is, OK, over to you. Show me, yeah. show me what is needed here and I'll follow that, you know. And, and, and for me, that's there's a simplicity in that. There's no yes. great plan. Um, and, you know, it's, it's about really returning to that, that innate sense of innocence in a way. Um, and, and that's and such trust. a beautiful sentence. Lots of trust. Yes. Mm. Show me what is needed. Mm. If we just sit for a moment and ask ourselves, just by ourselves, show mm. me what I need. Yes. What yeah. a beautiful permission. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that is my, mm. that's my song. That's the one that touches me. That's and that's song. the one I love <laughs> dancing to more than anything else. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what an absolutely beautiful conversation, Caroline. Thank you so oh, much for bringing You're most welcome. Podcast. Thank my you, goodness. Vicky. It's really lovely to talk oh, very, to you. Very welcome. And it's lovely, it's lovely to share what I'm so passionate about. I can feel the vibration in me. It's, it's very lovely. I can really feel it too. I'm so honoured to be collaborating with you for the work that we're doing. Mm. And it's just such a such a gorgeous thing to to be part of your work and for you to be part of mine. And it's just very excited about where it's going to go in the future for the pair of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So watch, watch this space. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you so much. And uh, we're going to say goodbye. And um, yeah, thank you for listening to Soul Sofa. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye, Dan. Bye.